Let's talk about Banksy. <laughs> Did you see, um, we actually just got a picture of Banksy? Not of Banksy, but of his work? Yeah, so, uh, the other day he opened this, like, pop-up shop. I don't know what those are still, because I don't live in Los Angeles. But he opened one in London full of, like, I don't know, there was some, like, weird, um like trademark battle like he wasn't selling merch so like other people could since he wasn't i don't know how it works so he like you can't buy it but it's technically for sale so he kept the copyright or whatever one of the items was a it's called screwed up morrissey which he is um and it's just a crumpled up um vintage morrissey poster and it was like the description of it was like celebrate the rise of far right morrissey with this crumpled up poster of him which I love. Mm-hmm. I like it. I was talking. going to talk about another piece that was just sent mm-hmm. to us by Kier Hardy on yeah. uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was getting there because <laughs> the Morrissey thing was like, oh, damn, he actually did something I like. And then today, Mace, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell, tell the listeners how Banksy lost all of his goodwill from me in one day? Okay, um, this is a tweet from Sotheby's, mm-hmm. uh, which already is bad news. Yep. Um... <laughs> Um, monkey business. Hashtag Banksy's monumental painting of the House of Commons overrun with parliamentary primates sells to applause at nine billion, nine million pounds. Whoa, nine, whoa. Nine, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be way worse. Okay, no, million. Nine million, eight hundred seventy-nine thousand, five hundred pounds. Nine times its previous record after a 13-minute bidding battle. Okay. And it is literally okay. a uh, drawing of the House of Commons with all monkeys. Oh, well, if Parliament was just a bunch of monkeys like they are in real life, that's like, that's like uh, those clowns in Congress. Why don't I just paint a bunch of clown makeup on them? That's not art. That's, oh. You know what? I think Brexit might be good now. No, I'm kidding. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess that's the cold open. (laughs) We just discussed that for a whole episode, for a whole uh, couple minutes. Um, yep. <laughs> Welcome to Brexit up something good. <laughs> oh yeah, Brexit up something good. Banksin up. Banksin up. Oh, yeah, that too. One of these days, we're accidentally going to do like a whole hour on Banksy. Uh, I I think we kind of. I think if you add up all the times we've talked about him, I think we already at or we're at an hour. You know, actually, what isn't Banksy for once? Tell me. Uh, the album In Rainbows by Radiohead. Welcome to Picking Up Something Good, a limited event prestige <laughs> podcast about Radiohead. Uh, my name is Mace. I play music as Echo Vessel. My name is Nikki Flowers. I play music sometimes. And I think we have a guest. I think, too. I don't know. Let me let me check. Yep. Yep. There he is. Yep. yep. It's Nick Pittman. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Hi. Nick Pittman, friend Hello. of the podcast. Hello, Nick Nikki. Pittman from music. Yes, my name is Nick Pittman. Uh, you might know my work from music, and hello, my good friends Nikki and Mace. Oh, thank you for coming on the podcast, by the way. Thank um, you for having me. I think you, you're our second guest in a row. Damn. Yeah, we're on like a guest streak. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, it's going to get a little confusing. You're Nick, I'm Nikki. Uh, I mean, I think we got to change your name. I think so. Um, and I know how we do that with our game. What's your Radiohead name? <gasps> All right. Let me pull, pull up a picture of Hail of the Thief. Yeah, you know how this up. goes. Oh, I was just listening to Hail of the Thief, the, uh, the episode last night. Perfect. 
Then why didn't you do your name already? You should have been prepared. Come on. You know, <laughs> I I was on the subway. I didn't have great service. Things happened, but that's on the me. The image only loaded halfway. That's my responsibility, <laughs> and I apologize. Okay. Uh, accepted. Thank you. Um. All right. Let me get this image up. All right. Here we go. What do you got? Hi, I'm B Test. B Test. Hell B-test. yeah. B Test. Welcome to the podcast, B. Thank you. It's great. It's great uh, to be here. Today we're going to be talking about a little something. Um, little it's a Radiohead something. album. Y'all, y'all ever heard of Radiohead? Who? Huh? Yeah. What? Uh, this is an album where Radiohead finally enters the internet era, and Nikki, before the show started, we sent you a meme. <laughs> okay. Um, I still think you're... Uh, this is an album where Radiohead finally enters the internet era, and Nikki, before the show started, we sent you a meme. <laughs> okay. Um, I still think you're lying to me. I don't think... Okay. I... Let's you you explain what the video is because I'm still wrapping my head around it. Nick, would you like to explain the video? <laughs> I would love to. So the video is the iconic "What's in the Box" sequence from the film SE7EN. I'm not sure how familiar <laughs> you are. Sevenin. Sevenin. Thank you. Yes. Um, so the iconic ending sequence of the movie. Spoiler alert: It's 20 years old. Um, <gasps> Mm-hmm. Damn it, I was going to watch it. I thought it was new. Shit. In which uh, fucking Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman are in the desert, and they get a FedEx delivery in the desert, as one does. You just put desert <laughs> in on the delivery address. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's if you knew that. Life hack. Yeah, it'll find its way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just did it today. Morgan Freeman opens up this nondescript box, and the head of Tom York singing... Our beloved track, 15 Step, is in there. Oh. Just hanging yeah. out, just having fun. Which is, I love that meme, because it's like, it's a little switch up. It's like, oh, that's not the head that was in there. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> but it's actually Tom York's head. That's fun. And then, okay, so the video is very funny. I'm laughing. We're all, we're having a good chuckle. A, a little friendly group giggle. It's a J. Yeah, yeah. like, we're, we're like, we're laughing. A goof. And then... You revealed to me that Radiohead made the meme themselves, which I still don't believe. Yeah. Yeah. Radiohead made the meme. It's It was on Radiohead.tv. It was on, um, the show was Thumbs Down, wasn't it? Well, like it's, it's actually in the title. I believe, so there were the two, yeah, they they did the two major webcasts around In Rainbows. There was the, the Scotch Mist, which was the New Year's Eve, like, mm-hmm. concert stream, mm-hmm. and Thumbs Down, which was a little mini set that had these interstitials including this seven mashup and as i as i put it before just think about tom york in a like you know like in a green screen room or something with a box around his head filming a webisode (laughs) (laughs) which it was called a webisode or a webcast because it was 2007 and we were just mashing up every word we could with the word web uh i want to know honestly how how this was conceived how did they have this idea were they all watching seven as a group and then like johnny was like we should make this uh but it's tom's head and then colin his dad was like yeah son we should and then they i'm so the proud idea... of you son thank you dad <laughs> and then they brought the idea over to tom york who was i think he was in the middle of maybe feeding the computer 
Oh, well, yeah. I mean, he has to do that all the time, so yeah, it, it, was, it stands to reason. Yeah. yeah. It was 2007, and it hadn't been automated at that point, mm-hmm. I think. Computer um, hungry. <laughs> computer was hungry, and it was ringing, and, <laughs> yeah. and I guess Tom agreed to it. Which is wild, because it seems... I get, well, see, I can picture him being very enthusiastic. Well, as enthusiastic as he can be about it. But also, I, I can also see the band like, please, Tom, it'll be so funny. Please stop. Just, you gotta. You, you gotta. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, if you look at Radiohead's trajectory after this, which Mace is familiar with, obviously. Nikki, you're a little in the dark on this. Sorry. Mm, yeah, that is the whole podcast. Thank you. Um, yeah. Like, they, Tom embraces a silliness from this point on a little bit. Yeah, this is the first time he ever oh. jokes. This is yeah. It was no jokes before that. Wow. Yeah, he was very serious, which I appreciated, but I I think I think I could get used to silly Tom York. It's he not says ass on this album. There's <gasps> a there's a mischievousness to Tom York. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. yeah. He's very he's very like he's like a trickster. A trickster. <laughs> that was <laughs> just a trickster. Yeah. That's definitely the vibe I got the one time I walked past him in the street. When did you walk past him, baby? Before we even oh, talk about the songs. Whoa, yeah, we're gonna need to hear that. That one. was a, that was a very smooth segue. Um, <laughs> you were waiting for that. <laughs> I've got notes. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> um it, this must have been. I think this was 2013. Um, a couple months before Mo- uh, Modern Boxes came out. Tom was mm-hmm. in New York doing like DJ sets at uh, Le Poisson Rouge. That venue in lower manhattan um Are, yeah and i remember the that red this was... poison that's that's french yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> and i was walking back to my dorm after a music history midterm and and it was 2013 you were listening to get lucky by daft punk as everybody was song of the summer yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and i'm walking down lafayette street and who is walking in the opposite direction from me but none other than Mr. Tom York himself. And this was in his hat phase. It's when Tom mm. was wearing, like, bowler hats a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, we're, we're getting there, Nikki. And we just kind of shared a glance of, like, bowler I know who you are. I know you know who I am. And just kept going. Oh. Did you give him, the like, the head tilt? A little bit. Minor okay. head tilt. There was some eye contact. It was... Now, now did he tilt back? You know, it's been six years, so I can't say with veracity but i think that there wasn't i don't think there okay. was okay i wouldn't expect one no can but, you imagine no. tilting your head at tom york mm. and then him like just being like sup hey how you doing <laughs> that'd be wild um i think what everyone the 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 question that's burning on everyone's mind after this anecdote how'd you do on that midterm yeah um fine i think i don't really remember okay. um it was music yeah. history four, so it's like a lot of John Cage stuff. So, I think. Ooh, yeah, throwing bowling balls at at pianos yeah. or whatever he did. Yeah, uh, music history four thirty three. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um. Oh, <laughs> uh, when you when you were late to the class, it was a delusion of the tardy. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need to move on. He's just he's just gonna keep doing this. So let's talk about Fifteen Step. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about Fifteen Step by Radiohead. It's it's fucking great. It's a great yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, it's re- it's really good. Um, uh, it's immediately like right off the bat, like this ain't Hail to the Thief. We're actually doing stuff here. 
this is a very horny album, if you haven't noticed. It's, uh, yeah. The word that always got thrown around in reviews in 2007 was sensual. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... <laughs> I actually, I have that at least twice in my own notes. <laughs> that's that's wild. Yeah. There you go. Um, no, 15 Steps, a great song. Um, I was just, as I was reading up on this earlier, apparently this is a mostly live take. What? Oh. Yeah. Uh, according to Citizen Insane, which is like a oh my god, very comprehensive Radiohead fan site. Just an awful name, though. I'm sorry. That's... I know. Yeah, it's a, it's the name of a B side from Hail to the Thief. I'll make you listen to it next episode. Oh, it um, is. Yeah. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> uh, the final version of the song is essentially a live recording the band had made right after the Christmas break in early January. What? Yeah. Mm. Ooh, so they all they were all full of eggnog and they're like Oh yeah. Let's let's bang this one out. You know. They had just sang Auld Lang Syne and were like, Alright, let's get back to work, boys. <laughs> On January first, two thousand seven, at like twelve oh one. And they watch the ball drop because they do that every year as a band together. And That's why they, they did the fucking... New Year's webcast, so that you could um wa- you know, drop the ball with them. Ooh. Yeah. But they didn't drop the ball on this track because it is very, very good. Um, probably, I'm going to be saying this a lot, so just fair warning. This is one of their better bass lines. Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I, I, it just, and and this is, I'm going to be saying this a lot too. It fucks. It fucks. It's immediately catcher than anything that was on Hail to the Thief. Um, Phil's killing it. Mm-hmm. Let me just oh, say, yeah. fucking killing it. Um, I like the. Is this five four? I think. Yeah, it's five four. Yeah, yeah, I love. I love a good five. I'm just learning about time signatures, so I'm very excited to. <laughs> to, to <laughs> I don't. Music is fake, but there are some books that are telling me that there's like rules. Well, not rules. Music some... is just a mutually agreed upon lie. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, let's let's just have that sink in for a sec because that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was a when I was a kid. I was very, very adamant that, um, well, when I was a kid in like 2009, I was Mm -hmm. like 16 years old back then. Mm Do you remember? Um, basically I thought that this song and Peace Bone by Animal Collective had a very similar opening and that 2007 was just a really good year for like albums with chaotic openings. But then I'm realizing they're just completely diametrically opposed, like opposites completely. Yeah, well, I mean, we were all dumb when we were 16. <laughs> <laughs> I see wow. What, I see yeah, what you well, mean, though. There's a through line. But... No, but I get I get yeah. where you where you picked up on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, this is a very, very, very good song. And this is, Nikki, the very first time I've heard you say something fucks right off the bat. Oh, yeah, no, this is, <laughs> I, I was like, I remember being kind of uh, nervous my first listen because I wasn't, I know I said I was picking up something pretty good with Halo the Thief, but I listened to it again after we recorded, and I just... It's our first revision. Ooh. Yeah, I I picked up... I, I turned on the transmitter again. I won't repeat the noises. You know what it sounds like. Yeah. I, it's funny because, a lo- like all the other ones, save for Pablo Honey, the more I listen to them, the more I like them. Mm-hmm. Hail to the Thief was the only one that the third listen was like, I don't know about this one. <laughs> there's there's moments still, but like, 
I was a little nervous coming into In Rainbows. And then 15 step, I was like, oh, okay, no, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're good. <laughs> can I uh, can I tell you what Tom York thinks the songs on this album are about? Like he fucking knows anything? If, yeah, sure. <laughs> Fuck this um, guy. In, in interviews, Tom York has described the songs in In Rainbows to be related to, uh, quote unquote, that anonymous fear thing, sitting in traffic thinking, I'm sure I'm supposed to be doing something else, and about the fucking panic of realizing you're going to die, and that any time soon I could possibly have a heart attack when I next go for a run, which is, yeah. that kind of checks out for this song. Yeah, that's and like, for a bunch of them. Yeah, that's the anxiety of just sort of like living life which is radiohead <laughs> summed up basically yeah, yeah. It, this whole album has a did i leave the stove on kind of feeling for me oh yes. absolutely oh, that you nailed it yeah. yeah yeah like um i i um i wouldn't call them full-blown manic episodes but i get a little bit you know i got mood swings mm. i got i got weird mm. i got a whole miasma of brain stuff and a lot of this album is um is yeah when i'm just like oh i'm gonna learn an entire programming language tonight <laughs> you know it's, that's um, that, that's what this album is yeah speaking <laughs> of new york had to teach the computer a new programming language and this is what resulted well that's Ooh. the beginning of that's what you're here at the beginning the the computer is hungry and it's angry <laughs> and johnny's yeah. oh. johnny's really oh. on his max msp shit here oh god he is yeah Hell. oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> this is i think the first album where johnny was truly like mm, it's time for a new computer. Uh-huh. And, and the computer upgraded... is a cello. <laughs> <laughs> he upgraded from his friend, um, his French friend, Mr. Martineau, mm-hmm. uh, and he bought a 2007 MacBook Pro. <laughs> he sure uh. did. <laughs> In Rainbows, the laptop album. Ah, I think the Eraser was the laptop album. Well, it was Tom's laptop album, and Tom was like, guys, check this thing out. We gotta do this. <laughs> check this new invention out, the laptop. Oh, right. yeah. We're, how did uh, how did y'all feel on the eraser? Can I get a little spoiler? Oh. Yeah, the um, episode's not out yet. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Pick up something good. Picked up oh, something yeah. good? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hell yeah. We, were, that we, were, we picked up something pretty good, and we had a special guest. Uh, by the time this releases, the episode will be out. David Byrne was on the show. It was wonderful. Wow. That was awesome. Yeah. The Radiohead <laughs> himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The Radiohead. It was uh, about anyway, time. <laughs> let's move on to Body Snatchers. Ooh. Let's get this body snatched. Let's right. rock. This let's song rock could snatch my entire body. Yeah. yeah. Let me just say that right off the bat, because I thought 15 Step fucked. This fucks. I think it, I think In Rainbows has that kind of like, it kind of has that progression where it fucks, and then it fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It starts strong. It falls into a couple like ballads after that, but then it fucks. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. like capital F. <laughs> uh, Nikki, what do you think of Body Snatchers? I want to hear kind of like a wider. How are they? How did they get so fucking catchy? I don't know. I mean, not that they weren't before, but they're really, they're really nailing in the hooks. Like right off the bat, um, another outstanding baseline. Just incredible stuff. Eh, I do this every episode. Ed. Isn't the bassist or is he? Colin is bass. Colin, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. See, I'm gonna... Th- that's not a bit. I literally can't remember. I'm sorry, Ed. I'm sorry I keep forgetting about you. We have and... a whole episode to him devoted to to devoted to his new album coming up later on, so, like, you better respect him. Yeah, I better I better get started. <laughs> but yeah, super, super great bass. Um, I love the distorted guitar driving the whole thing. Um, I, I kind of... 
kind of feel like it, it it's almost it's got like a dash of okay computer vibe yeah. a little bit just Some a little electioneering. bit just a little yeah just a sprinkle not not super it's intense like, yeah it's like a fuzzier electioneering mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 um is there i feel like i'm detecting like a little bit of something being bit crushed too which i appreciate kind of kind of maybe yeah. like buried in the mix maybe that's just the distortion i don't know yeah welcome Point to patching is... up something good <laughs> Don't get me started. Uh, point is, it's very good. <laughs> um, this was one of those songs where when I first heard it, it was the day that In Rainbows came out. I believe it was, Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, October 10th, 2007? That sounds about right, yeah. Um, oh. And I paid $0 for it. Because I did too. Because it was the pay-what-you-want release. <laughs> kind of the first on that scale. That Yeah. And it got a lot of publicity for that alone. Yeah, and then uh, Trent tried it after that. He sure did. (laughs) Riding Radiohead's coattails once again. (laughs) Fucking Trent. Um, (laughs) Don't talk about my dad like that. (laughs) Um, Basically, the first time I heard the song was on the day in Rainbows released. I paid $0 for it, and I got 128 kilobyte MP3 of this album. Um, That's what you get for $0. I mean, it was good enough for 2007. Yeah. Um, I opened it up and the song started and I immediately, I remember myself thinking, wow, this was free. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of in the way you would say, um, this website is free when talking about Twitter. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. When someone's just really owning themselves. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Uh, What a rush. What do you think of Body Snatchers? What do I think of Body Snatchers? Yeah. Um, it, it fucks. It goes mm-hmm. fucking hard. There we go. Um, I really love the bridge on this song where that just that hard texture change happens. This is an mm-hmm. album that's yeah. all about texture changes, I feel like. But when it goes from that super crunchy, distorted chorus into that super clean bridge with the acoustic guitar and sort oh, of the like yeah. the really yeah. like warbly high like synth stuff, I I'm just sort of like, I have arrived. <laughs> yeah it's like it's a super nice like like a palate cleanser for the rest of the song and then it goes right back into the distortion i love that shit absolutely and then I it goes like harder this... at the end yeah oh my yeah. god it does i feel like the song is like related in some way to a punch up at a wedding um no 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 <laughs> um because in the kind of like before the outro you catch tom kind of going no 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 again and oh, I'm yeah. thinking, is he still mad about that review? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it did ruin his whole life. With, or no, he didn't say that. He said it ruined the event, right? I think. Right. Well, he's still bitter. You can tell. It it kind of does feel like he's still mad about it. Uh, this uh, Hail to Leaf came out in 2003. This came out in 2007. Uh, he was mad for four years. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure he might rank that bad review above the Iraq war and thing and things that happened that were bad. <laughs> he might. I mean, to be fair, I still think about like something some kid at a park said to me that was mean like when I was four. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, yeah. I care. I, I I know. I have that. I have that same petty bone within me that I just. Ooh, if I find that kid, oh, it's. Oh, don't it's even get, get me some started. words. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, that I I I remember one time. Um, I went to SeaWorld, 
I was like ten. Come on. Um, yeah, I well, went to SeaWorld. Yeah, I went to SeaWorld, and um, I had a ride attendant call me fat. Jeez. Yeah, and then I wrote like an like, adult. <laughs> an adult. I had like the right attendant call me fat, and then I wrote two hit songs about it. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. where's this attendant at? Not writing hit songs. Damn. Yeah. Boom. I did, I never wrote two hit songs about it. I'm not Tom York. Oh uh, well. You, hey, anyway, you want to see Tom York's nudes? Uh, A little bit. <laughs> All right, let's. <laughs> Let's open these bad boys up. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Nude by Radiohead. Yeah. Um. What a what an interesting choice for the band to record this all nude, and you can tell, like you can hear it. You hear that yeah. intimacy, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's how that's how Flea was in Adams for Peace later on, because you know Red Hot Chili Peppers used to do that nude thing. Yeah. 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 Um. Mm-hmm. Before we actually talk about the song, uh, have I have, have either of y'all uh made a song nude? Uh, not to hmm. my knowledge. It's okay. This is a this is a safe space. No. You can you can share. It's fine. Nobody listens. The whole my whole <laughs> new album was recorded nude. See, there you go. That's good. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think I have exclusively written music fully clothed. Mm. So know. that's something something to change in the future. That's something to talk to my therapist about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. No jokes. I actually have. Mm-hmm. But like not as like a like a choice. I just ha- so. <laughs> um, you know that song uh, I'm going to eat a VHS tape and there's nothing you can do to stop me yeah of course was that written nude that was written not only nude but I was kind of high on Adderall and I did it in like an hour I mean they, they go hand in hand yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so us? it wasn't like a stylistic choice to do it high and nude but I think high and nude is my favorite Radiohead song god damn it <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop talking about my nudity and talk about this nudity. Um, nude is one of those songs that I told you was uh, gestating for a very, very long time. Oh yeah, what? So but, how long? Uh, so this song was uh, recorded and played during OK Computer. You can hear it in Meeting People Is Easy. And it was originally called "Failure to Receive Repayment Will Put Your House at Risk." Oh fuck! Yeah, and then later known as Big Ideas, but that's not as fun. No, yeah. I, what? I mean, nude is good, because it's like, it's a very intimate song, whatever. That first title, though, ooh, it's it, a sucker it, punch. It fits with the sort of suburban dread theme of this album. Yeah, and it was mm-hmm. very, like, that title is extremely Tom York 1997. Oh, impeccably. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very of its time. And I, well, see, I don't think it would fit here, but I, I do appreciate that, that that is what it was called. Um, This is like a, it's like a nice like gentle come down from the previous two songs like it's not so much of a mood change that it's like oh what's going on uh, but you know it's like a it's nice i like that it's here again that fucking bass though mm-hmm. that fucking bass though like I, I imagine i imagine them doing this in like a like a smoky jazz bar in the nude <laughs> in the nude obviously it's one of those bars of course um we've all been there yeah yeah and uh, yeah, you know his falsetto, beautiful as ever. That one. Note. It's just yeah. Oh, Oof. I know exactly which one you're talking about, yeah. and I love it. Oh, the one where he tells you to go to hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is one of those. This is one of the two songs on this record that have stems floating around. Uh, oh yeah, because of the iTunes oh. contest. Oh. 
Uh, there are me, stems. Let me get my grubby little paws on those stems. Uh, I, is the other one body snatchers? Uh, Reckoner. Reckoner. Oh, that's right. Oh, I used okay. to I used to listen to just the guitar stem of this song to go to sleep because it is just <sighs> so pretty, and Johnny does this palm muty thing where he just like scratches the strings in this in this percussive way, and it just you listen to it in isolation, and you're like, okay, like. These people are really fucking good at what they do. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. Um, Johnny's a fucking genius. <laughs> he fucking he he is, and he was really on one this time. This record, Ugh. the whole album, honestly. He well, this was, is also he like was on one. Yeah, this is also right after he started really getting into film scores. Like the the There Will Be Blood score was two thousand seven too. I think. So oh, yeah, um, which yeah. there is a little bit of that that ties into the next song, but. We don't have to go there just yet if we have more to say about Nude. Uh, there Will Be oh. Blood. Wasn't that the Paul, uh, the, the Paul Thomas just... Anderson movie that starred Paul F. Tompkins? I was going to sure say was. you were about to say Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins is in There Will Be Blood, and he's also in Magnolia. Yeah. Wait. Okay. I haven't seen There Will Be Blood in a while. What? Where? He, where is he? The back of his head is, is in a scene where Daniel Day-Lewis kind of like storms out of a, a little cottage, right? Um. Yeah. I mean... He did a podcast episode about this. There's a show. There's a show. I was there too. I don't know if it's still <laughs> running or not, mm-hmm. but it's basically just like talking to a bunch of comedians about the minor bit roles in major films that they've done and other like actors, but a lot of comedians. Mm-hmm. So Paul of Tompkins got on there and just talked about how he and Paul Thomas Anderson have you know been at parties together and are friendly because of because they both know Maya Rudolph, Paul Thomas Anderson's wife. Um, Oh, I didn't know they were married. Yeah. I'm learning so much today. I think today. It's, it's so cute that they let her husband make movies. I really think oh, that's, that's so beautiful. Um, yeah. But yeah, basically, you know, they have, they've been acquaintances and he was just like, hey, you want to be a like very minor character in this period piece that I'm doing? And Paul Thomas was like, fuck yeah, why not? How could you say no to that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if... if Paul Thomas Anderson showed up at my house right now and he's like, do you want to play a bit part in Pan- Phantom Thread 2, um, The Unraveling? I'd say, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, I will play James Woodcock. <laughs> and the the title theme, of course. The Sweater Song by Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling with Jimmy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wrestle, wrestle, wrestle with Jim. You ever heard that, that that one where it's just all the lyrics are replaced with Wrestle with Jimmy? I sure no. have. Oh, man. That's so good. It's a great video. They should, they should do that to the whole Blue Album. They should do that to In Rainbows, but with just like, what line? Um, I think like maybe the Cat Get Your Tongue line. That'd be good. Yeah. It's no yeah. Wrestle with Jimmy, but it's pretty good. Yeah. It's definitely no Wrestle with Jimmy. Or like the line back on Body Snatchers uh, that we just kind of glossed over, um, where he's like, "Your mouth moves only with someone hand, someone's hand up your ass." <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I Whoa, forgot. That's so... <laughs> See, you gotta tell me this shit because the lyrics they go over my head because I'm paying attention to the music. That that rules. <laughs> uh, it's it's related to myxomatosis in which he goes, "No one likes a smart ass, but we all love stars." Oh wow! It's that oh, rare wow. moment of uh, <laughs> Tom York uh, saying "ass" or "fuck." They they play it very loose on this record. They like they're having a lot of mm-hmm. fun. You can hear it. 
Yeah, they're like, this is pay what you want. We might as well just, whatever. <laughs> I think that, I mean, I, I, was, I was thinking about this before. Like, this is really kind of the turning point where Radiohead realized they don't have anything to prove anymore. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't love their output after this record quite as much as I love this record. This is my favorite record of all time. But it just is crystallized so perfectly here, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can, you can sense that they... They're, they finally realized it, and that's what this album is. Exactly. It's just them in the moment. Mm. It was like, oh shit, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, more or less. Which completely explains the King of Limbs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, hey, we're going to do genre studies again. <laughs> oh man, uh, Nikki, we'll get to uh, it. I understand that joke. <laughs> we'll get to it. Okay. Um, uh, are we done talking about Newt? I think so. Uh... We okay. gotta put put some clothes on and jump into the sea with weird fishes. <laughs> Hit the bottom and escape. Uh, Nikki, uh, I went ape shit over these drums. First of all, <laughs> yep, and the whole the whole thing. Um, but like I said, Phil's really killing it this album. Oh God, yeah. The drum shout sounds, out to Phil. The drum sounds on this record are so good. Nigel is on another one, and Phil mm-hmm. like mm, chef's kiss. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. Y- you know, so the drums, fantastic. I love the um, the dissonance between the two guitar arpeggios, mm-hmm. um, which, again, going to give that another chef's kiss. It's, it's in the title of the song. Yeah, it's right there. I, like, that's, they knew that that was like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. this, is, this is about weird fishes, but it's also about these guitars. Arpeggios, you're going to love this shit. Mm. <laughs> and, that's a direct uh, quote from Tom York. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, also, Ed is... Really earning his paycheck on this album with those backup vocals. Oh, oh yeah. I've Oof. been wanting to talk about this for months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this I, specific. I, think I told you about it. <laughs> oh, I know it. I know where this is going. <laughs> Hit me. Hit me. I need it. Second verse, um, where Tom starts singing, uh, "Turn me on to phantoms. I follow to the edge of the earth." Mm. Um, so, according to Genius, in the background, Ed is um, Ed's the background vocalist where he's going way out, but. Listen to this next time. Next time you listen to In Rainbows, it sounds like he's just going, Ed! <laughs> Where he's just saying his own name. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like to imagine that he is doing that. <laughs> and given, like, the stance that he usually does live when he does background vocals, like, he does, like, a very, like, two feet on the ground, hands over his mouth, and he just belts it. Um, I love to imagine him just doing that and just saying his own name. <laughs> And he, he earned it. You know what? He earned it. God. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, I mean, let's see. What else do I... Uh, that's, 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 that's what I got for Weird Fishes. It's very structurally very fun. Mm-hmm. Very, um... Uh, they're messing about, and I like it. And I, I kind of just... I want to vape... I want to vape specifically the last minute of the song. Oh, yeah. Because oh. that... Oh, Ooh. I'm gonna make some some dank clouds with that last. I'm gonna of that shove song. that shit in my jewel and smoke it. Exactly. Um, I, my favorite part of the song is when all the whole pretense of the song falls apart, and it's just Tom, like the way he delivers "I get eaten by the worms and weird fishes" is basically kind of like I don't know. It feels like a recurring dream that it's happened again. It's happened before. Yeah. Have you Ooh. ever seen the video of them of, well, it's just Tom and Johnny doing this um, with the Nazareth Orchestra in 2005? It's like the, what? it's the premiere of this piece, basically. 
Oh, really? wow. With a, with a full orchestra. With a full orchestra and six own Martineaus uh, being <gasps> played by Johnny and others. Um, with Tom Sacre just Blue. singing yeah. solo, it's. I was listening to this before we got on, and it's just haunting. It's it's the skeleton of the song, just orchestrated a little bit differently. Um, it's really. I mean, you this this is obviously where Johnny is coming into his own as a composer, and you hear it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm yeah. I'm definitely checking that out as soon as this this he, podcast is over. He also did a really great remix of this song for one of those webcasts, which was on Radiohead's short-lived social network on their website. Um, Wait, what social network? What? Waste Central. Oh, Waste Central. Oh, I mean, the store still exists. I mean, the store still exists, but there was like a social component to Waste for a couple of years. Oh, I just just bought a King of Limbs t-shirt from them for 15 bucks. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. Good for you. Um, (laughs) anyway. (laughs) (laughs) This song fucking rules. It is yeah. uh, notably the only Radiohead song that my partner <clears throat> likes. And you know what? I do not blame Oof. her. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, this I is perfect. I don't blame her at all. It's a good, <laughs> fucking great song. This is yeah, my no, favorite song on my favorite album. I realized recently, maybe that's because it's basically a Twinkly Emo song, but like... <gasps> Ooh, yeah. It's got interlocking guitars. It's, you know, a fast kind of jazzy drum, just like American football, and then just like nonsensical lyrics about hitting the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. This is British football. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is British football's never meant. <laughs> it it is it is. Don't uh, even joke. <laughs> wow. Um, I speaking of email. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. I, I remember that tweet that came out a couple weeks ago. That was just like you know the tweet that came out. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It, it, the most. Uh, Highly anticipated tweet of the year. Yo, I'm dropping uh, a tweet next week. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the tweets. Essentially, like, oh, if you're if you're dating an emo musician, you're single to me. What's he gonna do? And then the tab for never meant. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, that, oh, that's that, beautiful. <laughs> that tweet, I think, I think that tweet went through development hell, but I'm so glad that they finally produced it and put it out because that is so good. Anytime a guitarist tunes to the uh, to the never meant tuning, they're putting on clown makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I say this as a person who has written songs in that tuning. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I have a guitar sitting right there. I could don't do it. I... <laughs> I could, I, but that's the thing. I won't, but like, it's like, you know, when you're, um, you ever like stand on the edge of the cliff and just be like, I could just jump off right now. I won't obviously, but like, what's stopping me? That, that's scary feeling. A hundred percent. Like when you're driving and you're like, damn, I could swerve and dive right now. Yeah. That's not, how I feel about this guitar right now. <laughs> I'm not even trying to bring it back to radio here, but that is sort of, that has always been sort of the interpretation that I take from, I hit the bottom and escape. Of like, you're not actually doing it, but you're thinking about doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, yeah, thinking about doing it, but also like thinking about how easy it would be to do. Yeah. And how like frightening that thought is. Yeah. This is where this... like the radio, like Radiohead's like illusions with an A really, really hit for me. This record. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There is. What, um... what about their illusions with an I? Well, they do some good ones on this next track. Oh! Oh! Look at you! Oh! Yeah. Segway master over here! God damn! Uh, all I need. <laughs> um, 
Can I this... say real quick? Yes, uh, go ahead. That uh, that's it. Um, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, basically, this album and "Hail to the Thief" are the songs that get passed around a lot as like image macros on Tumblr. Like hmm. um, mm-hmm. your eyes, they turn me. Oh, um, oh, I I yeah. reblogged a few of those in my day. You reblogged the there there one. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I, pr- I I probably did unknowingly. That's the thing. <laughs> Uh, y- y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, I oh yeah, I am quite familiar. You know when you were 16 and got dumped, so you just posted uh, photo posts for like a week. <laughs> just photo posts with lyrics on top of them and like fucking slanted Helvetica. I mean, I, I always love little the, pastels. Yeah, I always love the audio post with uh, italicized lyrics underneath and no like tagging whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That was before, do you remember when, before Tumblr had tags in the actual, like, embed? Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you didn't know what the fuck you were going to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some people with their, you know, no no shade on aesthetics, but some people would remove, you would post a song, and you would take the care of fucking tagging it just, like, perfectly. Yeah. Um, And then people would reblog it and just remove all of it, and I'm like, why? For what? <laughs> just you know they they would call it oh well it's for my aesthetic block no you're just trying to you know oh well, how dare we credit people i worked so hard <laughs> in these id3 mines yeah that's hard work. my hands that look like all this day. and your hands look like that <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's talk about all i need <laughs> um this really is all i need really is i mean is, this oh is this the it, album where even the even the ballads get you nikki Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, it, it just, I, this is, this is, okay, so I'm looking at my notes. This is the moment of the album where I start getting a little less coherent about my um, thoughts and just going, oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, this is the good because, point to do that. <laughs> oh, it's as soon as this kicked in, my brain just, like, okay, so the the oh the bass i keep saying that i I say that every episode but i'm gonna be saying it a lot this episode because they really fucking went for it the really fuzzy bass on this one like it it was like power scrubbing my brain like i couldn't i I couldn't come up with words i was just so enmeshed within the song yeah they definitely layered some synth bass on there too and i just love the sort of like the fucking adsr like uh, mm. attempt to mm. it like there's no cut off there's no decay there's no you know release it's just on and off right and yeah. i love that shit and and it's yeah so the first listen i was like is this all synth and then the second listen i was like no there's some there's some real ass bass underneath this <laughs> which really gives it that power i yeah. think and like excuse me i just hiccuped and burped at the same time where was i um yes yeah, and like the song fucks yeah, the song fucks. It just simp. It simply. It does. Simply fucks. Like the bass. Yeah. Plus, like the sort of swinging drums uh, and the movie score strains. Like they, you'd think they wouldn't go together. They fucking do. They fucking do so much. So those those strings. It's it's a really interesting thing Johnny's doing there. Um, and this I'm pulling from Wikipedia, but they mm-hmm. the idea that they had there was. They wanted to create the sort of feedback effect that you get from just, like, playing a bunch of loud instruments in a not-well-treated practice space together. Mm. So Johnny had an orchestra basically blanketing 
the full range of notes across a couple of octaves and just like having all of those frequencies covered and that's that feedback that you're hearing in the back oh, half there shit. and it's oh my God. so good it's that brilliant man that man could do anything to me yeah um <laughs> i had that same thought when i saw a picture of him the other day with a beard Johnny's oh had no a beard. that's gonna oh, kill no. me uh. <laughs> But in a good way. Send that to me right like, now. Sorry, okay. pause, sorry, pause the podcast. Sorry, sorry, listeners, you're gonna have to deal with this. I need, I need it. We'll, we'll get, we'll get back to all I need in a second. Hold on. Uh, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, here it is. Shit, 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 shit. Mace, gonna, this, is, this is all being kept in, so you better hurry. Yeah, I'm gonna drop it into the chat. I right want to see Hot Johnny hang- too. Into the Hangouts chat, and there it is. Go ahead Ooh. and check it out. Oh, it's a Reddit link. I don't know if I trust this. <gasps> Damn. <gasps> oh, I'm fanning myself. I'm fanning myself right now. Oh, I gotta... I don't know if it's hot in this room or... <laughs> <sighs> yeah, you've got to... Oh, I forgot to talk. I forgot we were doing a podcast. I wasn't talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got your own classical label. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh. <laughs> mm. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) What were we talking about? (laughs) We were talking about All I Need by Radiohead, uh, which I am reading from Genius now. I'm really Um, lightheaded. Hold on. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Reading from Genius now, um, the the genius writing this annotation. It's fucking genius over um, here. This fucking genius thinks it's a, whoa, uh, thinks it's a (laughs) sequel to Creep. No. Um, about Just categorically no. Basically, a more graceful approach to the subject of unworthiness and unrequited love, which a band so famously explored in their breakout hit "Creep," and I don't believe that for one second. No, I don't even think that's what "Creep's" about. Even no. like, no. no, I think "Creep's" just about being an incel. Yeah, it's the incel anthem. If incels had taste or were good people, and well, they aren't. you don't have to have taste to like Pablo Honey. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> damn, <laughs> was that harsh? Well, I mean, we're talking about incels. I don't think it was harsh enough. We're just kind of we're 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 a little flustered right now on this podcast. No holds barred. Yeah, I this whole yeah okay. Um, all I need right okay. So I think uh, can um, we let's let's talk about Fostart by Radiohead. Wait, I I just want to say about all I need. Like there is a moment uh, in all I need where um. I don't know what instruments are. Is that a glockenspiel? What is that? Uh, I think that's a glockenspiel. Yeah. Sure. There, you know, the, the, a phrase popped into my head when that, when that came out and it was just LCD sound system, eat your fucking heart out. Oh God. <laughs> like just you. James Murphy couldn't. could never. They, he literally couldn't. It was, it, oh, it, this, the song was transcendent. It was, you, it was as a religious experience as that picture of Johnny Greenwood. What do you think? Uh, Tom York thinks about uh, James Murphy. Do you think they, like, they hate each other? That's hmm. an interesting question. Yeah, I don't. Mm, I I feel like James Murphy would have like a like a passage on like Pow Pow Two uh, <laughs> about how much he hates Radiohead because they're too like mopey or something. <laughs> that's yeah. Tom, that's Spider Man like, pointing at Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> And how 2019 Tom York would probably just be like, it's cool, man. I'm dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom's just like, hey, man, just, I'm dancing myself clean. Leave me alone. Oh, man. 
Dance yourself clean rules. Let's talk about Fast Start by Radiohead. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do that before I start <laughs> um, talking about this is happening. <laughs> this is my favorite song on this record. Really? 100%. Interesting yeah, choice. It's not the studio version of the song that does it for me, and it, which is which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's the Scotch Mist version of the song. Ooh, Scotch Mist. That oh, that was the New nice. Year's webisode, yes. right? Yeah, the New Year's webisode. It's um, it's. Tom and Johnny standing in a field in England, which there are a lot of fields in England. It's just one big field. And somebody is re- basically like, I don't know who's who's filming, but somebody's filming and it's just Johnny on guitar, like acoustic guitar and Tom just like singing. And it's so, Ooh. it is out of this world. It's very good. Oh. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Oh, I just accidentally moused over Nigel Godrich, uh, his, uh, his link on genius and i finally know what he looks like <laughs> oh he looks like how's his beard he's he's got some mm. beard okay he looks like an electronic music producer yeah he looks like an englishman who would be making beats does yeah. he does he, he looks look like calvin harris does oh in a bad way yeah so hmm. well it's something to think about anyway nikki <laughs> what do you think about uh foster um i uh... Again, this is where my notes get a little messy, <laughs> but from what I remember, I, I very catchy. Like they're really just these melodies on this album are relentless. Like they oh. will not give us a break, and I love them for that. Um, sorry, I'm just thinking about Johnny again. <laughs> yeah, no, Faustarp is really good. Um, the strains again. Uh, it sent the strains really. Um, like, without the strings, this would have been, like, you know how sort of every Radiohead album has, like, the interlude track? Yeah. That I kind of, sometimes I like, sometimes I don't. Um, I was, it was, this was good. And then the strings came in and I was like, ooh, okay. This is, this, this is not an interlude anymore. Like, this is, I don't think there is an interlude on this album. This is all, all hits, Wait, no filler. Hold on, your copy, Nick, um, just, can you check real quick? Because I don't think their copy has Tree Fingers 2. Yours does, Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. T2. Um, yeah. yeah, Judgment Day. Yeah. Excuse me? T2, yeah. Judgment Tree Day. Fingers, you, yeah. I guess yours, yours is missing T2, tr- uh, Tree Fingers 2, Judgment Day. Are, are you, no. That's a fake thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had... <laughs> God damn it. I wish it wasn't so fucking gullible. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I missed a song. Oh, Spotify lied to me. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Nick, what do you think about Fostarp? Um, I'm, I'm I always, leaving the podcast. I've always <laughs> viewed Fostarp basically as the interlude. It's it is sort of the, it feels like the most like hard texture change on the album because nothing else goes mm. full acoustic like this, and it's just like a nice palate cleanser. Um, I, yeah. The string sections are beautiful. The melody is nice. It's not my favorite. It's not my least favorite. It's just a an essential part of the record to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it would be weird without it. Yeah, oh, it would be so weird without it. It would feel so condensed. You can't go from all I need to Reckoner. That doesn't make sense. No, 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 oh, no, no. Bleh, no. Oh. Yeah. So this is, I guess, I guess it is still the interlude, but it's, it's, um, it's very strong. And my only complaint about it was, um, that I wish it was just a little bit longer. Like, I feel like it didn't really like it when it ended, I felt like it was really starting to get somewhere. It's um it's the beginning of a long line of Radiohead doing like kind of simpler um tracks on their albums like there's one called Glass Eyes that you'll hear later on 
that is uh, kind of similar in tone. Yeah. I think. I like Glass Eyes a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's very sad. Oh. Um, <laughs> I like the the final two lines of the song because it just it fe- they feel ominous. I don't know why. It hmm. feels it feels like you you really fucked up this time. You like stepped in it. Um, the, <laughs> like you've got you a head, personally, the listener. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you've got a head full of feathers. You got melted to butter. I, I I don't know why, but it just sounds like oh, you're gonna get it. That now. feels threatening. That does. Yeah. yeah. I miss when Tom would get, like, outwardly, actively threatening, not only to other people, but the listener. On, yeah, um, that's what we, that's what you've lost a little bit when Radiohead, like, has their sort of assuredness that they do now. It's not yeah. antagonistic in the same way. I miss hmm. when he had my number and location. <laughs> I, I miss when he knew the first three numbers. <laughs> Wait a second. That wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, we've come to a reckoning. All right. Yes. By R.E.M. The, no. By Radiohead. Oh, oh. oh, right, 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 right. We're talking about In Rainbow. Sorry. Um, Reckoner. Reckoner. Um, before we even get started about Reckoner. Okay. Um, there are two songs called Reckoner. No. There are. There are. I don't trust anything you say at this point. (laughs) There's Reckoner, the 2007 song released by Radiohead. Okay. And then there's Reckoner, the 2001 song never released by Radiohead. Um, oh, didn't that different tracks? Isn't wasn't that released as being pulled apart yeah. by horses? Okay. It it was. It was eventually. I was getting to that. Oh, <laughs> it was sorry. Released as a Tom York track called "Feeling Pulled Apart by Horses." We've all been there. Yeah. Who am I? It's us? um the other Reckoner is made up of pieces of no, this Reckoner is made up of pieces of the other Reckoner. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so there was there was a there was a two thousand one reckoner, mm-hmm. and that's a different one from the two thousand seven reckoner. Mm-hmm. But pieces of two thousand one reckoner are in two thousand seven reckoner, and also in a different song about Tom getting killed by horses. Two thousand one reckoner was eventually released as a Tom song, but elements yeah. of it are in the two thousand seven reckoner. Gotcha. Okay, complicated timeline here, yeah. but but I think I think I, I think I got it. Yeah. Tom That's York neat. basically invented reckoning. Cool. Um, kind of wish he didn't. I hate. I hate having reckonings. God, they're <laughs> the worst. Nikki, what do you think about this one? Well, I like it. I'll say that. Um, Phil is on fire again. The that, he is? that man knows how to put two sticks on some drums. I'll tell you that. The drum panning on this track is so wild. You've got oh my god! All yeah. you've got the whole kit on one side and like a single tambourine on the other. It's like I, I Nigel, thank you, or whoever came up with that because that was that was something. This was it's very. Oh, go ahead. Oh, this was the uh, the other of those tracks that had stems released, and the drum stem from this is all over uh, Eric Andre's Plunderphonics album that he released this oh, year. It is <laughs> it's everywhere on it. Cool. Oh, well, by the way, that Eric Andre Polyphonics album is pretty good. It's like, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't put it on, like, my year-end list, but no. it was a very fun and interesting listen. It's no yeah. negative land, but yeah. it's, like, it's still good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Imagine Eric Andre collaborating with negative land. Uh, I actually tweeted at him in 2014, the night before a Negative Land show that I was going to, mm-hmm. and, I, and I tweeted at him, hey, do you want to go to the Negative Land show with me? And he's like, what are the deets? <laughs> my favorite nice. fun fact about eric andre is that he was a jazz bass major from berkeley huh 
Yeah. Huh. You know, yeah. you know, I was gonna be shocked by that. It explains and then I a lot about it. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier in this podcast, you also learned that he was one of the Geico cavemen. Yes. Right. And again, that fits. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I thought you were lying, I did look it up. You weren't lying because there he was. Um. Uh, this is from Genius. Guitarist Johnny Greenwood oh, was asked Ugh. in an interview with Mojo Magazine January 2008 if he was aware that In Rainbows was a remarkable record. He replied, well, we spent more time on it than we should have done, and then you go a bit mental after a while. You listen to something like Reckoner and think, maybe this is just a bad breakbeat. No, it's not. Johnny, shut the fuck up. Now I can hear what's good about it. People around us were telling us it was really good, but what do they know? What do we know? Ooh. Damn. It's a good fucking it's album, great, Johnny. Just it's, accept it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just deal with it. You made a good album, you beautiful dickhead. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is good. Um, I like the breakbeat. I love a good breakbeat. Um, also, the vocal harmonies are so good that I want to kill myself. Oh, yeah. Like, they're that good. Um, and the, the slow buildup, and then the, the 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 quick breakdown, and then the rebuild. Mm. Such a good little structural thing that I really appreciated. Nick, what do you think of this? I love this song um i don't have a particularly strong connection to reckoner um but it's just another one of those songs that feels so essential to this record and for a lot of reasons not only is it the uh this is the one that says the album title in the song in the backing vocals um mm-hmm. oh should we talk about that the golden ratio theories around this i song? was hoping you would uh, <laughs> so <laughs> The moment in this song where Tom's backing vocals actually say the words in rainbow somehow correlates within the context of the entire running time of the album with the golden ratio. And I've never been entirely clear on that. It has always seemed like a stretch, but it's like 1.618 or whatever. And it is some galaxy brain nonsense. I have some I have some info from genius that can can, kind of fill in the holes. Do tell. I think we need a genius from NASA to explain this. Coincidental or not, the placement of this part within the album is at the golden ratio. The ancient Greek mathematician Euclid has provided the oldest known definition of that ratio uh, circa 300 BC. Hmm. When the ratio of two quantities is the same as the ratio of the bigger one to the sum of the two, they're in the golden ratio. The golden ratio is an irrational number, approximately 1.610339887. In a work of art, it appears at 1 out of 1.618, or about 61.8% of a way through. Uh, which is, I guess, supposed to be satisfying or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, on In Rainbow, 61.8% of the way through the album is 2 minutes, 49 seconds into Reckoner, which is when the strings come in before the background vocals can be heard singing In Rainbows, the title of the album. Radiohead have not confirmed whether or not the appearance of the album title at Golden Ratio is deliberate on In Rainbows. Okay, so I I failed geometry twice in high school, so I'm going to have to think about that for a little bit. Yeah, no, same. The sum of the two... What? Say that again. Those aren't words to me. Okay, yeah, no. I, anytime someone is trying to explain math to me, it just t- sounds like radio static. <laughs> um, but the golden ratio is that is that that weird like loop de loop kind of looking thing? You know, when people like visualize it, is um, that what that is? Or is that that's that's Fibonacci? I you think. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But the golden that's ratio. The golden ratio is like it's it's related to the Fibonacci sequence. Kind. Fibonacci sequences like one, one, two, three, f- you know that thing where yeah. it's like okay, yeah, yeah. something okay. like that. Maybe it's that the Wait, Fibonacci right? sequence is the golden ratio. Oh man, I'm gonna sound so dumb. 
about yeah, this. Yeah, this is this feels like high thoughts when we're talking about numbers. Yeah. <laughs> are numbers even like real? Numbers you know, are just like... words that we assign to concepts. Yeah, did we like make them up? Or are they like beings unto themselves, right? Anyway. Any... Who is on the grassy knoll? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> Do we want to talk about House of Cards? I mean, if we have to. Yeah. Okay. Hello? Uh, oh. Hello, Nick. Hello? Yeah, this is going to be. Yeah. Hey, is this Tom? Hello, it's me, Tom York from Radiohead. Oh, wow. Tom York Tom. from Radiohead. Hey, wow. how's it going? Um, I'm just very happy to be here. Oh, well, th- I'm, I'm glad to hear you being so positive. Yeah, I'm very glad happy to be here, here on uh, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Oh, yeah, see, that was... Um, you may be mistaken. This is picking up something I good. I talk about House of Cards. Oh, um, yeah, sure, By go ahead. Uh, the, 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 the house... Mm-hmm. I was trying to build a House of Cards to appease the computer. So, uh, did the computer ask you to, or you just thought... No. Were they, like, punch no. cards? Does the computer eat punch cards? Like, really old computers? Poker. Oh. Poker cards, okay. They were poker cards. Okay. Yeah. Don't ever call them punch cards. Okay. Very sorry. Please, please continue. My apologies. Uh, so I was building cards for the computer in a house formation, mm-hmm. and um, they, they, it wasn't enough for the computer. Wasn't enough cards. The computer ran away. The computer ran away. <gasps> Wait. Uh, oh no. Do you? It just like did, was the door open? How did it get out? Broke down the door and ran away. Jesus. Damn. The computer's been missing since. Wait, when did this happen? 2007. <gasps> oh no, Tom. Is Have you been, like, is there, have you been searching? No. Is, is, is this why you put the record out for free? To try and get the computer to come back? Yes. Oh, Tom. Just... Um, thank you, Stephen. We'll go to commercial. Goodbye. Uh, okay, this isn't the late show. <laughs> Yo, what's up? It's <sighs> hot in here. I just kind of passed out from heat stroke. What's up? Well, Tom called. Okay. It sounded like what he might. What the fuck might... did he say? Tom York from Radiohead. Yeah. You know, the whole, the band we do this, this show about. Mm-hmm. Picking up something good. Yeah. Good show. Yeah. Um, well, Nick, I think you would agree with me. It's kind of a heartbreaking story. It. I, I'm personally, like, I'm holding back tears right now. Yeah, that was, that was rough. I'm really sad just i oh so house of cards the song that we're about to talk about okay um first of all he thought he was on the late show with stephen colbert again which he was on that a couple of nights ago yeah i think he's confused he's he's still grieving he might i I think that it might be a heat stroke for him too i don't know who's to say with that man um he explained that house of cards was about the time he tried to build a house of cards to appease the computer uh, okay. The computer he feeds dog food, of course. Okay, but why? I don't think he was very clear on that. Mm-hmm. He's very enigmatic. You know him. Well, you don't because you're I never here when he calls. I, yeah, yeah uh, I, I never met him. Um, but then he said that it wasn't enough for the computer. And I'm not sure what he meant by that. What wasn't enough? Wait, what? Yeah, I don't know. The house of cards maybe just wasn't enough. So he was I, trying I don't know. to appease the computer? Yeah, 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 yeah. The computer he feeds dog food. Tom York from Radiohead. Okay, okay, okay. The the band we do the show about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Picking up, Picking something, up good. something good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A limited okay. prestige podcast about Radiohead, yeah. Exactly. 
Uh, brought to you by Noise Base and Neo Detritus. Um, so the, the House of Cards wasn't enough, mm-hmm. and the computer kicked down the door. The and computer ran has legs. I don't know. Did he say kick down? I I believe I heard kick down was the phrase that I associate with what he, he said. said. Broke down or kick down? Either I, way. Either way. Either way, it's very violent and shocking. Yeah. The computer ran away and has been missing since 2007. Okay. And that's why In Rainbows was pay what you will. But why? I don't know. Like, he, that doesn't explain anything. No, and then he said, we'll be right back with Steven. He still thought, I don't know. It doesn't make and that sense. And was completely, that was completely apropos of nothing, because uh, last I was here, we hadn't even started talking about the song. Right. No, he just, I don't know how he, I'm, you know, I want to be mad at him. Because he keeps interrupting our show, and I have to do this whole, like, I have to explain it to you, and the listeners have to hear it, like, twice. But it's important that you know, because you weren't there when Tom York from Radiohead, the, the band we do the show about, picking up something good. You weren't there, so I have to tell you. I want to be mad at him, but it just is so sad. I just, like, yeah. really, I just really hope it works out for him. That, mm. took, that took kind of a weird turn. Yeah. I'm really sorry about him. Well. Well, let's talk about House of Cards. All right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um... Actually, you know, you want to know something interesting? What? I know at the beginning of the show, I said that I'd only heard two of their songs. Creep and the um, penis slap cover of Idiotech. I love saying, I fucking love saying the word shout penis slap. Shout out to slap. fucking Seaspool. Yeah, shout out to Seaspool. Thank Friend you so much. Friend of the for, show. Yeah. Um, I've heard this one before. Ooh. Oh, yeah? You lied I, to me? I did, unknowingly. And I lied to myself. I lied to the listeners. I was gonna say sorry, Is this but a notes whatever. Apology? Yeah, I'm. Gonna... <laughs> I'll I'll type it up for the Twitter. <laughs> um, I don't know where I heard this before, but um, wow, that I just wanted to say that that I lied. I've heard three of them. well, yeah, three. What was I saying? There was a whole anyway. I've heard it before, and I still like it. Yeah, yeah. It's a lovely, lovely little riff that's going on in here. Is it juicy? It's got a little bit of juice. Yeah, it's it's very vibey. Um, mm-hmm. this is, I, I, this is kind of my least favorite song on In Rainbows. Um, but I appreciate it for what it is. You know, it's, it's another, yeah, yeah. it's another good texture. There's no real like mid-tempo chill songs on this record. So this fits that gap. I'm glad that it's here. Yeah. I like it. Again, it's also not my favorite, but I'm, I like it. It's, um, so it, yeah, it's, it's not as complex as the other tracks, don't hate that at all for it. No. Um, I again really loving all these strings that are on this this album. Yeah. Um, this I think this this mm, it kind of slaps. It's a it's like a if you slap someone but in a in a flirty kind of way, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's that's how I feel about it. I also like um, how it sounds like Tom is in the middle of an empty warehouse. I love reverb like that, so I appreciate that. Yeah, the speaking s- of which, the sound design oh, is great on this song. So oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I like the music video for the song better than the actual song itself. The music video is fucking incredible. I forgot about that video. Yeah. The video was, it was basically, I think, maybe the first, like, mainstream instance of 3D scanning. Oh. It was a, it uh, was like a big one, yeah. Yeah, Google helped out with it. Yeah. Okay, but wait, 3D scan, like a 3D scan of what? Of Tom's face, of like a neighborhood, of a bunch of different places. And it's hmm. basically, the video is like a 3D dot image of Tom York's face um, singing the song. Yeah. Ooh. And Sounds there was like a... Kind of creepy. <laughs> there was an interactive version that you could like 
spin around you could like yeah you could zoom into the individual dots of like his mouth and stuff like as the song's going yeah yeah is that still online maybe possibly i mean it was google we'll find out yeah yeah this song is about um this song is about like infidelity it's it's about thomas middleditch's swinging parties oh god had to go there It's Uh, it's about that vulture review that, that vulture <laughs> interview. Oh yeah, Thomas Middleditch is a big swinger, and he decided he had to get like horny on Maine during a um, during an interview a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that. Well, okay. Is that that's just why does there have to be a swing? It's just you're just fucking other people. It's not like an identity. That <laughs> no, but he makes it an identity. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? He's like coming out as a guy who fucks other people or whatever. Basically. Oh Jesus. Yeah, did, more or less. Can, can straight people just accept that they aren't special? He's got I'm... Verizon commercial money, and now he thinks he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. That's like two reasons not to watch Silicon Valley. Yeah. Oh, hey, I was yeah. on Silicon Valley. Oh, you want to swing? Oh, That's... you want to pay, pay $150 for phone service? Oh, I got you. <laughs> oh, and it doesn't work even though you're paying $150? Let's fuck Ooh, now. And when you call us, we hate you. <laughs> Why would you call us? Oh, God, how dare you call us? What? That was you, wasn't it? No. Huh? Nick, what was, was that you? That? Was what me? That loop? Did, what? Did that come up? Did that? Was that picked up on the recording? <laughs> yeah, it was. What was that? I have. Uh, I was moving something and touched my MIDI controller for a second. <laughs> <laughs> That was so scary. I th- I don't know what I am I so sorry. I it didn't happening. even that that didn't even monitor in my recording or anything. Oh I my god, we heard it. Did some did one of our microphones pick it up? Because that's going in. I think probably it was a recording from maybe. I mean, if it doesn't pick up in your mon- in your in your headphones, and it's <laughs> it's fine. It's like um, it's like Will Wiesenfeld's podcast where he just has random effects. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know what I thought, but I had like a, oh shit, we're under attack kind of feeling. <laughs> I'm like, oh, something broke. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, there goes my mic again. I don't know. I am so sorry. <laughs> I, I was That's moving okay. my notepad and yeah. That adds some flavor to this podcast. Yeah. It sounded cool. <laughs> oh, that I was guess a that. Lot... What? <laughs> that... No, go ahead. Go ahead. I guess that about wraps up House of Cards, then. <laughs> yeah, that's the last jigsaw that needed to fall into place. Ah, oh uh, speaking of which, let's put together a little puzzle I like to call Jigsaw Falling Into Place on In Rainbows by Radiohead, the band. From 2007. Uh, From 2007. Nick- Nikki, what do you think? Did you say Nick or Nikki? Nikki. See, I... Shit, I knew this was going to happen. I'm B-Test. Sorry. <laughs> okay. B-Test, you're up next. Let me say my piece. Um, again... Oh, this bass though. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a groove! How did they get so dancey out of nowhere? Like they were just—they were just like they knew they could be this dancey, and they just were like hanging on to this. And they're just like, you know what would be cool in t- all 2007? Let's become dance pop. That—that <laughs> that sounds like 2007, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> seriously. Like it's so, and I appreciate it. I I love it. Um. Also, low register. Tom is back. Oh mm, yeah. Yeah. After his wolf was at the door, I guess he survived. Ooh, yeah, thank God. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, like I said earlier, like a lot of this album feels like when I get a little manic. This really does. <laughs> oh God, yeah. When it like goes up into like the last verse, mm. 
Yeah, it just really it comes to like a fever pitch, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, B test. What do you think? Uh, so uh, this is another texture song for me. Totally the starting with that acoustic right after everything with House of Cards and that sort of very floaty sound design. It's bring it back to a very grounded um, thing. Sorry, my phone was ringing as I was saying that, and I was trying to get that to shut up. Um, <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> it was Tom. I think oh, it was God. Tom. Um, don't don't answer. We. I mean, I, I love the guy, but I think he's he's said enough. Yeah. <laughs> no the the intensity of this song is really sort of the thing that mm. I keep thinking about. It was the it's such a perfectly constructed build from this very like singular guitar to that big fucking dramatic ending that kind of echoes a little bit of exit music i don't know a little bit oh yeah 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 i can sense that yeah he still hopes that i choke yeah he he really does yeah he really does i think this this is according to genius it's about um it's about uh basically going out into oxford and seeing a bunch of drunk guys hanging around yeah <laughs> okay i mean that makes yeah. sense i wouldn't i like you could have given me a 50 years and i would not have anticipated that but sure i see it i guess yeah was... i figured it was another one of those like ah oh, the anxiety of being in a society but no just a bunch of <laughs> drunk dudes tom says uh jigsaw falling into place says much about the fact that i used to live in the center of oxford and used to go out occasionally and we witness get the... it you live in oxford god you're British. We Ooh, get it. Bleh. You're mad about Brexit. We have a queen. We're also mad about Brexit, but that's a different story. We're mad about her for different about reasons. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, you know, in a like a perverse kind of way. I'm not glad. See, glad is the wrong word. I'm just see, because America's really shitting the bed. I'm I'm glad that there's like, you know, we're not alone. We're also you know, there's Glad, again, glad is the wrong word because, you know, Brexit is bad. It's going to harm a lot of people. I think uh, Tom mentioned that on the late show the other night where he was like, oh, it was pretty bad in America. Now it's bad here. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's It's the same. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, well, at least we're sinking together. Uh, basically, Tom says uh, he used to w- go out occasionally witness the chaos of a weekend, but it's also a lot about different experiences. So it's what- just... That's a song about a bunch of stuff then. This is like this is like when he deflects. Yeah. Um like about how Hail to the Thief was about uh Andrew Jackson or whatever. John Quincy Adams. Oh yeah. Which by the way, he walked back on Colbert as well. Yeah, that's right. He, uh, so I saw that that interview. He was very um charming and he's happy like, to be there. Happy to be there, which was weird because it was an American talk show. He's been <laughs> like he's been doing a lot of interviews this year and seems to really be enjoying it. He did one with um that synth company electron about like how he uses their products but also then was just like yeah when we were making okay computer me and nigel would get high and play tomb raider just to glitch it (laughs) what yeah (laughs) okay first of all did he mention with what drug uh i mean i think it was supposed to be weed he made it say that they were stoned i don't know i hope so because that i oh and also i can't I can't imagine him playing a PlayStation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you can say that they played it. They just were trying to get Lara Croft to walk through walls. But well, okay, so that that was how he would. That's how he would play. Yeah. a video game. Yes, <laughs> trying to break it. <gasps> Wait, Tom York is a speedrunner. Holy uh... shit! 
Tom York at GDQ 2020. Let's get that to happen. God. Um, basically, <laughs> Radiohead had a speed run of their own on The King of Limbs, an album that is 15 seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, be- I-, I wish I had footage of Tom York playing video games. I'm going to type that into Google Images real quick. Hold on. Oh, yeah. It's a very uh, image-heavy podcast today. <laughs> um, basically, oh, shit. Oh, is what? there stuff? Are you kidding me? Huh? What? Is there, please tell me there's stuff. Johnny Greenwood trots out the band's choice in video games on the group's official website. Radiohead's latest office chart, which they used to do on Dead Airspace a lot. That's their website. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, normally reserved for the Of The Moment musical selections is inspired by Red Dead Redemption. What games make Radiohead's list? These. Braid, Marathon by Bungie, Goldeneye, Elite, okay. Cave Story, Eco, <gasps> yeah. oh. Red Dead Redemption, sure. Ocarina of Time, Twilight yeah. Princess, damn, that sucks. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> uh, uh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Continue with the list. I'm going to circle back on that. And both Half-Lifes. Okay. Yeah. Damn, do you think Tom York is waiting for Half-Life 3? We Tom are. York has the only copy of Half-Life 3. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's so happy. Yeah, oh my god. Okay, Cave Story Eco. Wow. These guys, they know their stuff. Also, Mace, what the fuck is wrong with Twilight Princess to you? Twilight Princess sucks. No! Oh, oh yeah, the best-selling Zelda game of all time. Everyone hated it. Uh, there was, there were no good, there were no good, um, Zelda games between Wind Waker and Breath of the Wild. Like, mainline games. Twilight Princess was the only one that was good. And, you know, I'm not going to say it's perfect. It had flaws. The fucking... the Okay, so, so like, the dungeon design is way too linear, um, which they kept doing in Skyward Sword. Like, the whole... The Skyward Sword's, like, just one straight line. But Twilight Princess... Uh, just... Uh, welcome to picking up something Zelda. <laughs> Twilight Princess is good, actually. No. Mm. Next question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Twilight Princess has potential, but it's it's a little bloated. That's my yeah. okay. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. And I get, I get it. I get that it's not everyone's favorite. I like the dark, moody atmosphere of it. The sound is very good. The oh, music, absolutely. Like there's, I, it just. <sighs> however, however, yeah. Um, the Nintendo GameCube version of Twilight Princess is better than the Wii version. Well, yeah, fuck, yeah. <laughs> it was made for the GameCube, and then they fucking, they flipped it and slapped it on the Wii like it yeah. was, oh, it's the launch title. No, it's a GameCube title. Nice try. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Zelda's good, but Radiohead's also good. Yeah. Yeah. And that was picking up something Zelda. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions, and I'm cutting myself off now. <laughs> uh, Jigsaw Falling Into Place is a great song, and the music video is incredible. Oh, yeah, the yeah. helmet cameras... Oh, fun. yeah. So, Nikki, for the music video to Jigsaw Falling Into Place, uh, before the GoPro was even invented, Radiohead taped um, video cameras to their heads, pointed okay. at their heads. Po- so basically, pointed at each other's heads? No, at their own heads. They all wore How- helmets with vi- with cameras on They them. had helmets with selfie oh, sticks. Like- yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All and right. what what I can imagine is only like a pole extending outward with a camera aiming at them. Oh, there right. was yeah. there were some pictures of them shooting it somewhere that you see it, and it's a very ridiculous rig. The poles are like <laughs> so, a good like two and a half feet out from them. Yeah, man. You know, two thousand seven. Everyone was trying to be okay. Go. They're weird. Like, oh, let's oh, let's go viral. 
OK this, Go had some pretty solid records, though. Yeah, the, oh, the yeah, sad no, thing about no OK Go is them. just that every music video that they did from that had to be a bigger and bigger viral challenge. Yeah, yeah. I hate that they're like, like at this point, we we fucking get it. Like, just calm down. <laughs> I haven't been keeping up with their videos since, like, I don't know, there was one where they did, like, a bunch of... It's like a Rube Goldberg machine yeah, of, like, paint or like something. Yeah, it was sponsored by some kind of yeah. venture capitalist. All of them now yeah. are sponsored by, like, Toyota or some giant corporation or something. Um, basically... Anyway. OK yeah. Go put out a welcome to picking up something something Damien. Is that the guy from OK Go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Damien Albarn. Uh, Damien Albarn from OK Go. <laughs> um... They had an album that came out in 2009 that had an incredible set of songs. Wait, which one was that? I can't remember. Of the Blue Color of the Sky, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, that, yeah, that was, that was one of the last albums that I was, like, really paying attention to. That's that was a really, really good. good Okay Go album. Oh, yeah. Hold, I, I gotta check this. I feel like Wayne Coyne may have been involved with that record in some form. No, I was really up on it in 2009, mostly because it sounded like embryonic. Okay. Was it 2009? I feel like that yeah. came out a couple years later. Uh, no, Wikipedia says January 2010, so... Really? Almost 2009. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah so... Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was some good stuff. They released, oh. I think, four... Th- no. You know what it is? No, I'm thinking of a different album. It's produced what? by Dave Fridman. Oh, that explains it. That's why Davey it was so boy. loud. Yeah. Yeah. That'll that was do a it. good one. Is is what happened to the loudness war? By the way, before we get into this next song, what happened to the loudness war? Did that uh, just go away? No, sh- <laughs> streaming happened, and now we don't know what to do with the loudness war. Is mm. what I think happened. Yeah, I feel like either it went away or we got used to it. It's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like when World War One started, it was like horses and carriages, and then when it ended, we were like with planes and shit. Yeah, we are kind of in that transition period of like, oh shit, what do we do now? <laughs> Because I remember um, the that one Flaming Lips album, that War with the Mystics, literally clipped. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it literally fucking clipped, and I think it blew yeah. out a speaker on one of my uh, headphones when I was a kid. Jesus. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Jesus. I, let's let's um, like let's make a pact. Let's get a bunch of musicians together. Let's make really really quiet albums. That was the title just... pact. Remember when title launched? <laughs> Oh, when I Arcade didn't know Fire that. and Beyonce and Kanye West got up and they were like, let's all make the worst music of our lives. And then everybody but Beyonce signed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wasn't Daft Punk there too? Oh, yeah. Daft Punk was there and they haven't put it on an album since. They're working on it. Hmm. Are they, though? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is it going to be more disco? <laughs> I would I would like that. Oh, everybody was so up on the 2013 disco revival, me included, and it just didn't, it didn't work out. No. I thought it, I thought it was fun. I get why it, it fizzled out, though. Yeah. Those of us who were into minimal techno in 2013 were right. No, I'm kidding. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you minimal techno fans. Those just... of us who were writing concept, no, I'm kidding. No, no, I'm not going to talk about that one on this podcast. I don't know. You could. <laughs> no, I'm not. You could. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, um, anyway, let's put it on videotape. Yeah. Yeah. I was not expecting this one to be a ballad because of the name. I was expecting it to be a little computer, you know? No, no computer. Uh, well, kind no. of computer. Yeah, yes. A little bit. Uh, I cry every time. Oh, this is, this is the pantheon of Radiohead closers. I mean, at this point, they know how to hmm. end an album. Um... Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, this I, song's beautiful. <laughs> um, I will say, the first listen, I wasn't into it. And then, well, I mean, I was, but I wasn't. I was like, this is how they end it? That was so good. Then the second listen came in. And then I picked up on the syncopation. Like, I really picked up on it. Like, I noticed it before, but then I was like, I really, like, focused on it. Mm. Oh. And then it just sort of, like, that, like, really nice syncopated beat pulled me in. And I was like, oh, shit, this is actually fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, oh, my God. I, this is, like, motion picture soundtrack level to me, I think. Mm. I think it's because both songs are about being at the pearly gates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a hidden third verse better than abortion. No, there isn't on this one. Oh. No, there is on Motion Picture Soundtrack. We talked about this. Oh, yeah, we did. There might yeah. be some drop verses on videotape, but I don't, yeah. I don't think any of them about are about abortion. I, not to my knowledge. <laughs> um, do they ever, when they're doing live, do they do they get that third abortion verse back in there? No, not anymore. No? They haven't done oh, they Motion did. Picture Soundtrack live in ages now i think the last time they did it um tom's organ broke and i shit you not this is what happened tom's oh, organ I broke. like a body organ i was like jesus no. is he okay <laughs> okay yeah like a musical because yeah. their band of course tom's organ broke and he was literally like oh fuck it and the band launched into creep yeah what <gasps> they don't play that though creep I is their shit you not creep is their emergency <laughs> break if everything goes wrong they play creep oh really yeah pretty much <laughs> that's absolutely wild like oh well the show's already fucked up so we might as well (laughs) (laughs) that that's that's creep basically oh my god tom was like fuck it i guess we're not gonna listen to the most beautiful song ever written motion picture soundtrack by radiohead off the album kid a let's go the exact opposite (laughs) end of the spectrum wait so they okay um let's talk about pablo honey like we uh usually do Do, so they they I mean they don't like it obviously we all know that they're I mean they're on the same page we are do they they don't play any of those songs uh, right I I can look this up but I don't believe that they have played a Pablo Honey song live aside from Creep in a very long time I can confirm that and Creep they only play when the show is already like off the rails they <laughs> they did a couple of like one offs mostly it mostly shows in places that they don't tour regularly they'll break it out every now and then but what, creep or creep but yeah um it is a song that you see show up in sets most often if something has gone terribly wrong i love that i really i i, I appreciate that what i wonder what the audience is like thinking at that moment like oh sh- oh god oh what's happened <laughs> well some people are they're they're just like oh shit hell yeah creep yeah right <laughs> The more I think about Creep, I, I think uh, on our Pablo Honey episode, I said it was, like, listenable and good the, compared to the rest of the album. But, the, like, the more I think about it, I really just like the cha 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 That's it. Yeah, that's the only... Johnny did that to try to sabotage for the rest of the fucking al- song. And that's the only part of it I like, which is so funny. I, Damn. Yeah. The, the, the Creep is the emergency song. And, mm. um, but yeah, that that's what I was saying about videotape by Radiohead. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, of course. I'm just looking. Oh, wait. Uh, wh- sorry. One more Pablo Honey detour? Yeah. Hashtag find the Pablo Honey baby. Okay, what? What's up? Tom Sheehan, the guy that I called that I think did photography for Pablo Honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He still hasn't gotten back to me. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. Either A, it's not the right Tom Sheehan who does photography. There's probably dozens of them running around with their cameras. I don't know. Maybe I got the wrong one. But 
he had band photographs of other bands on his Facebook. So I don't know. So that's A. B, I don't know. He's busy. Just or. It just ignored me because I'm just some rando with a Probably podcast. Probably taking pictures of, like, the horrors or, like, the strokes or something. Yeah, something like that. Or, option C, he's hiding something. He's hiding the baby, perhaps. He's hiding the baby, I think. Now, what is there to hide? The why baby. is it so... Yeah, but, 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 but why, is it, why has it been so hard for us to find anyone, or any information, for that matter, on... The the photographic cell, like ignoring the baby, we don't even know who did that photograph. Here's really, the thing. I don't think our journey for to find the Pablo Honey baby, there is no difference between that and the 2019 video game Death Stranding. Yeah, you know what? Where a similarly, I'm... you know, a, you know, it's one person instead of two, but uh, Norman Reedus is also just as buff as us, and he's also looking for a baby. Can I say something real quick? I know we keep. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to videotape. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't think Death Stranding is going to be good. I am very... uh, I'm going to play a lot of it. Mm I don't... I'm 100% with you. I'm not sure if I think it's going to be good. I started at like 100% hype. And lately, I don't know. I think it might have been the Traverges song. Yeah. That put me down at like, I don't know (laughs) about this. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm borrowing a PS4 to play it, but still. Yeah, no, I'm going to, I don't know, break into someone's house to play it. But I, I feel like, you know, as bad as Konami was to Hideo and like their awful business practices in general, I think he needed those reins a little bit, pulling them back. (laughs) I, I, I've been following along with this hype train around Death Stranding and like, okay, it might be, it might be the most genius thing that's ever been created. It might be good. I feel like if it's anything less than, like, the ultimate masterpiece to end all video games, there's going to be riots. <laughs> I, I really think it's going to be... It's going to be like No Man's Sky, but, like, ten times that's worse. That's what I keep going back to, is I think it's going to be a No Man's Sky situation of everybody thinks that it's going to be the game that does everything, and it only does yeah. one thing very well. And No Man's Sky is really good. Was good at launch, and is even better now. Yeah. But it's like, they people like gamers not people gamers through gamers are people exactly Uh, gamers don't have rights um they just they threw like enormous tantrums about they 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 had this idea of what the game was going to be in their mind that it was just going to be this like revolution and that you know it was just gonna it was gonna suck all their dicks all at Mm. once but and then it was like oh well will kiss your dick a little bit and they're like no we expected a full suck and they just went ballistic i think it's gonna be that yeah i don't know i mean i'm i'm still gonna be i'm catch me on day one playing death stranding trying to figure out if it's Mm -hmm. good or not yeah yeah i'm putting on that clown makeup too yeah (laughs) um just before we get back to videotape um i just pulled an article from enemy from june 23rd 2017 um, mm-hmm. And this is how big of an event this is. Uh, the headline is Radiohead play creep at Glastonbury. Fans react. <laughs> like it's that like oh front pages. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the press. Judging from the research what? that I've that I just did on Setlist FM, Radiohead haven't played a non-creep song live since 1996. Wow! Uh, yeah, I was born that and year. And the most Holy recent shit. time that they played creep was for a festival in Chile last year. Oh. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, Chileans work very hard to get artists to go to come to Chile. So yeah, um, it's yeah. like them and Brazilians that are just like, yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> we'll take whatever. That's <laughs> most of the places that you see creep at this point is like is when they're when they're playing places that they that most bands in general barely get to. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. I hate when people go on world tours and they go to the U.S. and Europe and that's it. That's not a world tour. Ah. Come on. Uh, anyway, videotape anyway, is yeah. fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful okay, yeah. song. As we um, were saying. <laughs> right. As we've been talking about the entire time. Um, holy shit. This is, I mean, yeah, I uh, I didn't cry, but like, I felt like I could. It's very moving. It's, um, I don't know, that syncopation really goes such a long way of sort of keeping it engaging um, oh yeah yeah I, I wish those hats came in a little sooner to that effect if you look if you can look up live videos of them doing this on like the 2006 tour where they were workshopping a lot of this material they do some different things with the drum arrangements that are really interesting and then hmm. box.com did a whole video explaining why giving a theory to why they changed it of basically being it was too hard to pull off that syncopation in the studio or something okay yeah yeah yeah, i mean that makes sense i I, and i like it i I mean that's that that like oh the hats didn't come in soon enough is like such a tiny nitpick of a criticism like i've been saying only glowing things that i had to like really try and figure out what to critique about it i think it's that if you the way that it's supposed to be counted on a click track um would be that the piano notes fall on a 16th note right before the downbeat so it's like one e and a two e and a three e and a four e and a um yeah i, I can't fucking do that yeah, no it's <laughs> i gotta automate that shit when i do syncopation absolutely <laughs> yeah i'm not a real I, can't even, MIDI. Yeah. I don't know music at all i yeah. just hit a key whatever sounds good I barely do keys. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I just hit a key and it goes into everyone else's headphones. So, <laughs> we love that. We love that. <laughs> we love uh, when that happens. This is uh, one of my favorite Radiohead closers. Um, yeah, I just know that the last four lines where he goes, "No matter what happens now, you shouldn't be afraid," because I know today has been the most perfect day I've ever seen. <sighs> just breaks me the fuck down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. If this was the last Radiohead album, I would have been fine with it. Oh, this would have been a perfect final <laughs> album. <laughs> that would have been, like, what a way to go, you know? Just like how if, um, like, Meriwether Post Pavilion was the last Animal Collective album and they closed with Brothersport, I'd be, yeah. Yeah, but... It's great hmm. that we have more, but, like, if they would have stopped there, I would have just been like, wow. Yeah, I'm still too much Team Centipede Hurts to think about a world where... And Co called it after Merriweather. Yeah, we love Centipede Hurts here. <laughs> good. We do. Welcome That's to Hurtsing Up Something Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hurtsing Up Something Good was my entire internet presence <laughs> in 2012. <laughs> that makes sense. Is this, yeah. this Moonjock? Uh, is it? Is it? Is it? Is this Moonjock? Okay, no, this That's is Moonjock. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Let me turn on my Moonjock meter. Let me. Oh wow. Okay, yeah, this is going off the charts. <laughs> oh, it's Moonjock. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. F- confirmed. Nick, we finally found out whether or not this was Moonjock. I can't believe it. It took us seven years, but now we finally know it's Moonjock. All, all you dum dums had to do was ask me. I could have told you. Wow. Come on. Wow, it's Moonjock. Oh my god. <laughs> we did it, kids. I can't stop crying. <laughs> we got to the end of In Rainbows. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. What a what a journey this was. Despite everything, we got yeah. to the end of In Rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I have a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. And you might know you might know the the question that I'm about to ask. Um, are we picking up something good? Well, you know that is the question. Let me fire up the machine here. Yeah, yeah let me let's turn, turn on our transmitters. transmitters. Okay, we got it. Yep. Um Wow, okay, these results are very interesting. What? What is it? I'm picking up my favorite Radiohead album. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> we got another one. <laughs> we fucking did it. Mission accomplished, folks. Oh, and it only took seven years in Radiohead time for you to establish a new favorite Radiohead album. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kid A, sorry, number two now. Ooh. Oh. Not that it's poop, it's number two in the list. I, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I, I relegated Kid A to number two after, um, after I became enlightened to Amnesiac. Mm, okay. Good well, what, did, what did your transmitters pick up? Uh, I'm picking up something fucking incredible. Yeah. yeah, I am. I'm picking up my favorite record ever. Um, what? full stop. Like of all time. Of all time. Oh, just not even Radiohead. Just all. Of yeah. It. No, I just the whole thing. I, as far as, like pacing, variety, uh, like the way that it is edited and the mixing and everything. I'm just sort of like, this is it. This is the this is the perfect record. We did it. Uh, that, wow. that's, it's an incredible fucking record. It really is. Ugh. Wow. Whew. I'm so glad. I'm, I'm, as soon as, as soon as we're done recording, I'm gonna go cook my little fried rice dish that I have planned, and I'm gonna just blare this shit again, because I, I need it yeah. in my brain. Uh, I'm, I think I'm gonna try to convince my partner to go to Olive Garden with me, and then on the way to Olive Garden, we're gonna listen to In Rainbows. <laughs> wow, that is... <laughs> whew. That's uh yeah I know that's a lot to think about but that is that is a modern romance. I mean for you. <laughs> I don't Mace I don't know if you if you need this but I could give you directions to an actual Italian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it finally happened to me. Oh. <laughs> uh. oh my god! This has been picking up something good. A limited event prestige podcast about Radiohead. My name is Mace. I play music as Echo Vessel. You can find me on Twitter at Echo Vessel or on Instagram at Echo Vessel. Um, say it with me: one, two, three. Fuck, Fuck Echo to Vessel. The other one, yeah. Sorry. Fuck beat Echo <laughs> Vessel. Um, I that's I think it. <laughs> that's I, fair. I'm, I'm on Radish too, which is a weekly show and tell podcast. I figure oh, I yeah, should yeah. be. Uh, plugging that one here too because i plug picking up something good on every episode of radish <laughs> yeah um yeah how have we not been doing that i really love radish that's great. and i would not i i was gonna say would not be saying that if you weren't on it i would be saying that if you wait hold on sorry anyway i like the i like the show a lot go listen to radish and um not right now because we're still doing yeah, the outro yeah. Please our, don't after because i have to introduce me again Wow, this is off the rails. I'm still thinking about Johnny Greenwood. My brain is a scramble. That was an uh, hour ago. I, it feels like an eternity and also a millisecond. Um, my name is Nikki Flowers. You can find me online, on the internet. Any web browser will do. Maybe not Internet Explorer. Uh, NikkiFlowers.bandcamp.com 
is where I keep all my music. Um, keep an eye on that because uh, I got a new thing coming out soon. Ooh. Soon. The Smiths return. Yeah. They do. Um, I don't know when that's coming out. Soon. I don't know. It'll be a surprise. I'm pulling a Beyonce with that one. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter as well, at YifPolice. Oh, um, yeah, if you want to be uh, a friend uh, on my Nintendo Switch with me, sure, DM me. I forget what the code is. Oh, I can't believe we're still doing friend codes. I know. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, anyway, that's that's it. That's my whole thing. Uh, I am Nick Pittman. You can find me on most online things at NCKPTMN, and I play music in the band's Bot Garden, Hard Pass, Foreverist, Sometimes Continental Shelf, and I post synth things on Instagram at chronophile.music. Can I say something real quick? Mm-hmm. Um, Bot Garden and Hard Pass rule, uh, but also oh, yeah. I still have a um, uh, Foreverist uh, bottle opener that was given to me in 2017 by Nick Pittman um, that I use every day. <laughs> they are great bottle openers. I <laughs> wow. I paid like $60 for 100 of those. The text brushes off almost instantly but you know what they still open <laughs> bottles oh it's you gone can, but i can see it yeah you can feel the foreverest energy when you open a bottle with it <laughs> yeah you also you open a bottle and like a twinkly emo riff comes out <laughs> oh every time and it's perfect shout out to um continental shelf also um we love rob yeah. we love zoya uh and obviously we love nick we love our pals oh god <laughs> I, I I gotta say I listened to that I listened I listened to that EP like like once a week. It's so good. Those songs. I mean, I I was working on that record or the, that EP for like six months straight, and I still love going back to listen to those songs, which is the highest praise I can give anything. Yeah, oh, same. I so um, I wrote the drum loop in 2015 for Pretty Nerves, and it is a, oh, it's very good. Yeah. Oh shit, <laughs> yeah. My favorite it was. Song. It's very simple. I don't think I could say wrote. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, but, uh, they really took that record to another level. Oh, we, yeah. uh, actually, yeah, speaking, speaking of which, we run a label called Neo Detritus that the Continental Shelf EP is on. Um, yes. We got some releases coming, uh, including The Smith's Return and some other things that we can't quite talk about yet. Yeah, some stuff that I I've been working on. Um, my, my but I think everybody here knows. <laughs> yeah, your tape is coming soon. Right? We're still doing that? I we, think, yeah. Um, I actually uh, gotta hey. put the order in ASAP. Oh, cool. You have the, um... Labels, right? I sent you that? Yeah. Okay. We're doing this on oh. air. <laughs> yeah, listeners, this is what Neodetritus is. What are we doing? This is what, what running huh? a label is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually, I'm thinking I might put some demos on the Patreon soon. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, once I have them fleshed out, like a little sneak peek uh, at my Smiths cover band, Smiths. That is so hard to say, especially with my super syllabant, syllabant S's. Is that, is that the word? Syllabant. Syllabant. <laughs> Celibate, celibate S's. Um, oh, These I got S's one more. Fuck. <laughs> no, they don't. Um, and neither do I. I have one more thing to plug, mm-hmm. which is not really mine to plug. Well, okay. So plug there's it. a video game. I, I know we've been talking about those a lot today. Oh shit! Are we plugging? Yeah. 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 Oh. Okay. So um, this is being recorded October third, October fourth. I think uh, midnight ish. Crossneak Plus is coming to the Switch. Uh, Steam and fuck, what is that? Uh, Itch.io. Itch.io, yeah. Crossneak Plus. C R O S S N I Q 
and a plus sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a video game by my pal uh, Max Krieger. He's been working on that for a while. I do a tiny little bit of sound design in it. Ooh. Just a touch. There, I mean, see, I can't take a whole lot of credit for it because it's like I just ha- I did the Macintosh voices do some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they sound really flat. So I did some like, you know, I made them sound good. Yeah. It was work. Whatever. I, I don't know. I don't have anything to prove to anyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that buy that on the Switch would be cool, or just wherever you buy video games. My name is going to be on the credits on a video game that Nintendo is selling. That kind of blows That's my mind. That's so yeah. cool. That is so exciting. We, we yeah. um, I'm very excited. Well, not we. You're excited, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> we and you are uh, excited. I love... Get it? Because Wii U. Uh, it's not going to be on the Wii U. I... No. <laughs> Max, no. if you're hearing this, please port it to the Wii U. Um, yeah, I mean, it just, whatever. You just push a button and you port it to stuff, right? Yeah. It's fine. That's how that works. Just do it. Yeah. I love Max's design threads, and I'm, I've been so, so, so excited to play Crossnick, uh, and that's going to happen tomorrow. I'm psyched. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, like, when midnight rolls around, I'm just going to be refreshing the eShop. <laughs> <laughs> they, I don't think they refresh until the morning, do they? Uh, don't tell me that, please. They might not. <laughs> yeah. I need to play it. <laughs> well, Max Max said that it might. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Anyway, buy Cross Sneak Plus, please. It's a very good... It's like a mix between... What would you call... I would... I Like, I it's, always describe it to people as like a mix between Tetris and a Rubik's Cube. It feels like Luminous, kind of. Okay. Do you remember Luminous? Yeah. 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 Like, and... Yeah. Um, I think Max describes it as like... I literally just saw a tweet that was like, think Dreamcast. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it feels like it feels like a long lost Dreamcast game that like someone just found, you know, um, but they didn't find it. Max made it. It's very good. <laughs> and I'm burping. Anyway, it's um, oh. um, anything else? We no. plug in? Uh, uh, Nick, uh, I think I'm I think I'm covered. Cool. Yeah. This has been picking up something good. A limited event prestige podcast about Radiohead from Noise Space and Neo Detritus. Next episode, uh, we are actually next episode is our season finale. Uh oh, season one. Season the one big is finale. over. Um, and then we're gonna take Dead. a little bit of a break. Um, the next episode is about B sides from the two thousands. That's right. We're doing it again. Ooh. Yep, it's we're co- happening. We're covering some B sides again. Uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. Uh, not really gonna think about making any episodes or releasing anything or anything. No, at all. just are y'all gonna sort of in Rainbow's Disc two on that? Uh, it, probably. Hell yeah. There's a second disc. There's a whole second disc. Oh god. Um so good. Yeah, so there might be there might be some, you know, just uh, just a little bit of radio silence from us. I guess podcast silence, but don't worry, we'll be back. Um we just want to, you know, cool our jets. Yeah, we're cooling our jets and we'll be back, I think, with the most anticlimactic beginning ever. Um we are actually doing a Phil Selway album for the beginning of season 2. <laughs> oh, my chart. <laughs> Mr. Phil. Uh, Dr. Phil on the dr- Oh wait, no, that's a thing. That's I forgot wrong a- Phil. I forgot Dr. Phil was a thing. I was just trying to be like, oh, look, he's a doctor. Of, I don't know. Yep. Dr. Worm, the drums. I was trying, whatever. It's a bad joke. Sorry. Uh, he can anyway. handle criticism. Uh, <laughs> that's the end of, that's going to be basically the end of season one. Going to take a little bit of a break. Coming back with a Phil Selway album. And then we're going to cover the 2000, 2010s and um, Radiohead. The Ot 10s. Which I'm looking at them as a lot more, um, a lot more solo albums than Radiohead albums. Yeah. Yeah, there's gonna be, there's gonna be a lot. We should, do, are we doing like a There Will Be Blood episode? I think that would be fun. That's yeah, a great we're actually talk doing a uh, Johnny retrospective. Ooh. Nice. Which okay. I reserve the right to extend into multiple episodes because I've gotten multiple people who, who have, well, who want to be on that. Yeah. Oh, we can <laughs> do, we, we become like a movie podcast real quick. Yeah. You know, like every other podcast. 
We'd have to end up watching the movie. Anyway, this is picking up something good. That's the end of the episode. We have to end it now, please. It's been <laughs> almost two hours. <laughs> it's been. All right, sorry. That was bad. Oh, God. I... Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Damn, y'all heard about podcasts?